Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Did the oven leave you on? (laughs) (laughs) Who's that from? That's from Max Revels. Thanks, Max, for that. Max has made some choices there. (laughs) Yes, he has. And we're going to have to make some choices when we make this movie. As as film executives, that's what we do. Make choices. We make the difficult choices. Joining Uh, us for our first episode in horror season. You mean Spookmas. Spook... That's that's better. I've started opening the doors on my Spookmas calendar, Tom. I've started opening the doors, leaving them open. Yeah, so that's... Waiting for someone to stick in. (laughs) Joining us for our first Spookmas episode this year, Pip Mason. Hello, I'm here, (laughs) listening to this. (laughs) Yes. You're you're something of a connoisseur of Mm. horror movies. Uh, If by connoisseur, um, I was hassling you since May to be (laughs) on the Halloween special of this podcast, then yes. yes. I mean, that's fair. I haven't checked your credentials. (laughs) I could bring in my film degree if you want. It's collecting dust in my room. Yeah, I actually did a module on horror films at Hallam University, so I need to justify the 12 grand of debt and get on as many Halloween specials of shows as possible. So I appreciate being here. You're a scholar then? Yes, I guess so. Film scholar. (laughs) A horror movie scholar. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm all all for spooky Christmas. I love spooky (laughs) Christmas. We are doing thriller movies this week, so do you want to hear some honourable shum mentions? Sure. Oh, thriller. Thriller. It's thriller night. I I got it. Yeah. Thanks. Welcome. Carry on. Shumonsions. Shumonsions. Right, so from Phil Walters, we've got unexpected item in bagging area. Oh my goodness! How you, do we make this tense? Did, did you get what I was trying to do there with the the whole sort of pronounce it as a as a unexpected item in the bagging area? <laughs> Please wait for assistance. That I think the 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 assistance is coming is the is the scariest part of that. Oh, this is this is like a. I think it's because when will the assistance come? Like the red lights on, and he's looking around, and he made eye contact several times. I think I with think a cashier, it's... and it's like you're not coming. I think this is uh, a bit of a kind of. It's it's late at night. Yeah. You go to a Tesco Express that you didn't think was uh, there Still before. open. Okay. You didn't I, think, you didn't I was think... thinking tes- Tesco Metro, but we'll go for Express. <laughs> you, this is, you, you didn't think this one was 24 hours, and yet here we are at 2 a.m. Mm. Uh, out in a kind of deserted street. Well, the thing is, um, like I feel like this is kind of, you've seen, yeah, Edward James almost is there, right? Mm. And he's like, uh, uh, he, he clearly clocks you as you walk in. Mm. No one else on the aisles, right? I think the person who who are we going to cast in this uh, in this thing? Um, who's the main? Who's character? who's there at two a.m. because their partner or housemate has gone into the toilet and they've uh, there's no toilet paper left and they've got to rush out to to get Paddy Considine from because <laughs> he he has that sort of bleak everyman look and looks really like he's very good yeah. at acting confused. I get you. Uh, from okay. Dead Man's Shoes and... Uh, 
It's mainly because I watched uh, Death of Stalin the other day, and he oh, plays like yeah, the radio guy at the very yeah. start. So. The, uh, the guy from Hot Fuzz as well. The the other guy. One of the an- one of the Andes. Yes. Oh, ah yeah, yes, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. so Paddy Considine has gone in. He's, he's like walked into this this Tesco. He didn't think it was twenty four hours. There's Edward James almost on the one till. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's oddly clean and yeah. organized, mm. pristine and, even, and no one else is like in the aisles at all. Like it's got that kind of like you can hear the hum, the electrical hum of the of the halogen uh, the halogen strips, mm. and uh, it's just a strange like very very quiet shopping experience. Mm. And he's like in there looking around, like why is anyone else here? Um, the uh, the bakery. Is full of bread, like as yeah. in, like you know, normally it's normally it's like they, they take away the fresh bread, don't they? Yeah, when it, yeah. When it's about well, when it gets to like eleven or whatever, and they're closing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They just kind of leave it in, and sort of like put put the the discount stickers on it and stuff. Mm. But like you know, it, it, this is strange. Like there's all fresh. Like you were saying, it's strangely clean. Yeah. Everything looks... Like, everything's full. There's no, like, uh, empty shelves or anything like that. But you don't really notice this as a, as a viewer, because it's just, like, that's how a supermarket kind of looks. Yeah. And it's not like Paddy Considine saying, hmm, this is strange, this is so clean. Um, but it, it, you get that, that feeling of, like, why is there nobody at this counter but loads of bread... And the deli meats are all out, and the and, and like uh, it's, it's something like, uneasy about being at a Tesco Express in the middle of the night. It's, yeah, he's yeah. like he picks up a piece, of, uh, a loaf of bread from the from the bakery, mm. and uh, like leans over the the counter to see if anyone's back there. You know, sort of like anything. No, no one, no one's back there. Um, uh, he. Uh, I think he basically like he goes and does his shopping, right? He does his, gets all his stuff, comes back to the till. Edward James almost isn't there, right? It's those self service checkouts, and so he's like, "All right, you know, uh, I could just leave," and he might even say that. You know, he's actually on the phone at this point to um, uh, like his um, uh, partner back at home, Lena Hedy. Lena Hedy, who and she's like, "Are you are you are you are you there yet? Come on, hurry up!" And he's like. I mean, there's no one here. I mean, like, I could just walk out with this stuff, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm a nice guy, so I'm gonna uh, pay for it. <laughs> uh, this, is the, this is the weirdest episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Like, so anyway... The most mundane episode of The Twilight Zone. <laughs> but he puts he puts his bag down, um, uh, like, scans one thing, huh. does it, and it, like, um, it clears and it's fine. And it says, you know, loaf of bread... Uh, toilet rolls, etc., and then he's about to pick up the, the the last thing, and it's suddenly he feels like a something behind him. We just like it's a sound effect, like something going nearby, heavy breathing behind his behind his <laughs> ear, and then unexpected item in the bagging area, and it's flashing red above it, yeah. and then he can just hear like assistance will be with you shortly, and you can just hear thunks and crunches and the whirring of gears as, as right. something changes in this Tesco. Okay. Because <laughs> because help coming, we don't know what kind of help that is. <laughs> and I think he um, like uh, waits there for a good like quarter of an hour, by which point his phone is run out of battery. 
Oh God! Right. The, the modern day horror. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he was the like the true existential threat. Of <laughs> he was about to go to bed, and yeah. like it was on three percent. Yeah, yeah. And he was just popping out to the yeah, Tesco, yeah. right? His house is literally above the Tesco as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, goes in, and yeah, he's hearing these whirs and thunks. Up in the ceiling as well, yeah. like where his his flat. Oh God! Should be right. Um, and uh, like he's I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, this is where the tension of my tension has stopped. I don't know what is actually going to come out of this right. thing. Um, but I feel like either he should pick up his basket, pick up his bag, and it'd be much heavier than he thought. Because it's yeah. got Abraham's almost it's in there. Got something in it, yeah, that's <laughs> invisible, and he didn't realise he'd welcomed into his home. Yeah. Or something terrible, hap- terrifying happens actually in this Tesco. Where do we want to set the rest of this? Well, I, I have one idea just to do like the extra sort of short f- horror film twist thing. The reason you don't see Edward James Olmos is because he's actually taking cover behind the counter because Paddy Considine has walked in. It's revealed. Uh, and this is this is actually the extra item that is in the bagging area. Is it's Paddy Considine? Who, who did you see? Lena Head, Head, Lena Head. Lena Headey, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's her severed head. <laughs> oh my god! And that's the extra item in the bagging area. Oh my god! And it's actually a police siege that we're seeing <gasps> uh, with like blue lights from oh, the police outside. So, we, we so have... he's just gone crazy talking to himself on the phone. Oh, I love because... it. Yeah. So we. we... That's I'm sorry, is that too good a suggestion? That, 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 yeah, that's, that's not what we're here to do. No, we, we, that um, is what we're, we're we here see... to pitch good films sometimes. Okay, we see well, there you go. Before he goes, before he leaves the house, right? He's like, all right, I'll go! God damn it! Like, yeah, you know, yeah. sort of like, yeah. I'm going, all right? Like, we hear, that's the part we hear. Um, uh, we don't hear, like, uh, maybe even Lena Headey speak. I don't know. Uh, it's like um, Baron Zemo in uh, Civil War, where he's listening to, um, like, voicemails. Yeah. yeah. Lena Headey's left him, so he, he's responding to them <laughs> like a madman. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, because he's gone nuts. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's imagining. Um, He's imagining Edward James almost as well. Like it, Edward I, James almost is his dad. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I love that why not? The reason he's not there is because everyone's hiding. I love how you, yeah. you both pitch a really good idea for a movie. I'm just like, yeah, this is dad. And, and like, I guess out a shotgun. So yeah. <laughs> you went Shyamalan on it. Yeah. Never go, never go Shyamalan on never it. Never go full Shyamalan. <laughs> So, from Ross underscore originals, we've got the thing in the plug hole. Ooh. I mean, usually it's, it's like just your own hair, isn't it? Yeah, or like and discarded some, food some, or a watch. Scum or something like, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking the plug hole of the bath, but like it could easily be the plug hole of the sink. Yeah. Um, maybe it's all of them. Maybe it's all of the above. I like I like the idea of just there being an eye in the plug hole mm. yeah. constantly. Which because if it's <laughs> in the bath, then that's like uh, real pervy and weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But what would you do? <laughs> like you can rip up if you if you rip up this bath right yeah. because you think you've seen an eye, mm. yeah. uh, which you know uh, Anna Kendrick does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's nothing down there. Like what do you do? What do you do next? And then you move house, and then there's another eye in another plug hole, this time the sink. Well, as, as we all know from the Jaws films, the monster from the first one will 
follow you to wherever you move. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Or, or in that movie, it follows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It that, will follow that's, you. That's probably a more uh, <laughs> more recent example than the Jaws movies. <laughs> I think Jaws for the Revenge or something like that. Where <laughs> was that the, the one with Michael Caine? Yeah, she she moves to an island in the Bahamas. Yeah, because it turns something. out that that Bruce the shark, because yeah. that is his name, has a is, is, a, is a family curse. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. What? Yeah. What, yeah. You, yeah. Can we cast the monster from um, Star Wars: A New Hope in this? You know the thing, oh, the in, thing the in the garbage compactor. Garbage compactor. <laughs> sure. I, I wanna, well, it's I not wanna, an actor, but I want to sure. see. I want to see that guy in more films. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they keep... how his uh, how his career went down the pan. Yeah. I know he did all that porn. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it was <laughs> yeah. the worst. I mean, I'm sure they, in Japan. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure they keep the puppet in storage. They could just get the mothballs out and and use it. I so mean, sure. Don't don't, re- don't refer to it as storage. It's, <laughs> <laughs> It's not good. Uh, 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 kind of a break, a, co- a career break, I think they call it nowadays, not storage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Is that where someone like Sean William Scott's gone? He's just in a box <laughs> on his shelf. He will emerge when needed. God. When Robot Chicken needs a random voice actor, <laughs> we will get him out of the box. God, I, I, I knew that thing from Star Wars had a name. Now I can put a name to the face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sean William Scott. That's, that's okay. So, so Sean William Scott, the, the, the monster from, from the garbage Scott. compactor. Yeah, uh, in, New um, Hope. Yeah, yeah. And he's like talking to Anna Kendrick, like through the plug hole, and they're just having like weird conversations. <laughs> I think we. Um, she sees a uh, like an eyeball in the plug hole, mm-hmm. yeah. rips apart her own bath yeah. to try and find. Like, there's a there's a freaking pervert down in this in this in his bath. <laughs> It's Sean right. William Scott's yeah. in my bath. Yeah, I saw this eye, right? Nothing yeah. there, mm. right? Moves house because she's like so spooked about it. Yeah. Um, because she's had some like really like creepy ex-boyfriends that are kind of uh, looking after like, like yeah. sort of um trying to she's she's known a, a creepy boy who's, who's been a stalker or whatever and so she moves house doesn't tell anyone just completely moves out into the boonies and then and then suddenly there's um a, there's a uh uh she's washing the pots mm. unplug cooks the plug hole <laughs> and um you just she just hears this Delicious. <laughs> it's Sean William Scott. It's Sean William Scott. Yeah. I'm Sean William Scott. <laughs> Remember me from Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. He was in like the American Pie movies. And Platoon. <laughs> I'm something of a scientist myself. Okay, I'm... we seem to. Oh, right, okay. Sean William Scott. Yeah, yeah, we. we... We seem to have ventured onto it. Okay. Sean, Sean Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Is, it, is it actually Sean William Scott or is it Willem Dafoe playing Sean well, we William don't Scott? Know. It's the face of Sean William we Scott with the voice of Willem so, Dafoe. So far, we've seen an eye and a mouth. Yeah. The voice has been provided by Willem Dafoe thus far. The, the eye and the mouth. Sean William the, Scott. Eye, Sean William Scott. Mouth. So, so it's more like a David Prowse situation where Sean William Scott is the body, <laughs> but William D- Willem Dafoe is the voice. Kind of like uh, Paul Rudger Hauer when we sewed the top of uh, the, the 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 head of Rudger Hauer R- Rudger Hauer to uh, Paul Rudd's body. Um, <laughs> Paul Rudger Hauer. As you do. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was a sl- it was a Friday night. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's that sort of Frankenstein situation. When, yeah. so, and this is just for casting. Like, yeah. that's not even part of the monster bit, yeah. right? The monster bit is that she's got, like, a, a, a pipe-themed, uh, like, uh, what do they call it? Um, Garbage poltergeist monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got. Oh. You got a, a pipe themed uh, poltergeist. For, for those of you listening that sort of drifted out in the bit we talked about the monster from New Hope, every time we refer to Sean William Scott, we yeah. are referring to the monster from the Garbage Compactor in a New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throughout the podcast, sure. Uh, and <laughs> go back and listen. <laughs> I don't think we've ever used Sean William Scott in an episode, but we will in the future <laughs> refer to the Garbage Compactor monster as Sean William Scott. Sure, why the, not? The internet know? will hold you accountable for that. You do <laughs> know yeah. what you've let yourself in for now. Yeah. So Sean William Scott is, yeah, is he, Sean William Scott mm. uh, is saying like, ah, I drank your your dish dirty dishwasher water. I was real tasty. I really want a Spider-Man. <laughs> I really Out w- am I. <laughs> I really wanted to put something in the washing machine. And then just when she comes back, like, well, to check up on it, <laughs> just, just sees a... his eye going, ah, <laughs> ah, His ah, eye spinning. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a, that's it. With the washing machine, it's a full head. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> there's no actual threat in this movie. <laughs> It's just Willem Dafoe's voice doing just, weird it's shit. It's just annoying her. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's a poltergeist, right? So yeah. it's it's kind of like she is absolutely terrified. And then, right, uh, but he, he won't leave her alone. She's moved house. She's done all, all sorts yeah. of um, uh, Sean Willem Scott will not leave Anna Kendrick alone, right? <laughs> she's tried having uh, she she tried having an like an exorcist come in, mm-hmm. uh, try and exorcise him doesn't care it's kind of like a drop dead fred scenario right right where like at some point she recognizes that he's not hurting her in any way <laughs> it's just he's just there unsettling. in every house that she goes to right and then her creepy ex finds out where she's living because there's uh, who, because who's, someone who's he played by? So I'm saying I'm thinking Sean I'm... William Scott. <laughs> no, he's already oh, yeah, garbage. No, yeah, yeah. He's back to monster. We're not giving dual billing. Like no. ex- <laughs> the, so the exorcist that she she brings in is yeah. something of a kind of charlatan. It, who's right? Ian McShane? Ian McShane, Ian right? McShane. Um, and he sells this t- story to the tabloids because he sees yeah. something. He sees just a, a, a small part of what she deals with and sells this story to the tabloids. Outing her as she's hiding from this 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 evil ex uh, who is played by Chris Hemsworth, um, right. and uh, like because he knows how to play crazy. He's... So yeah, Chris Hemsworth is like he, he turns up at the front door. Yes, right, and um, he uh, like uh, he's in a leather jacket and he's got a pair of glasses, leather jacket, <laughs> and he's and he like bam 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 Anna. <laughs> So Anna is playing a character called Anna. Yeah, yeah. Anna Kendrick's character. Her full name is Anna Kendrick's character. Um... <laughs> Anna. Just like the monster in it is called Sean William Scott. Yeah. Anna Kendrick's character. I know you're in there. So, because he's like an abusive monster, he's mm. the real monster, yeah. and it's like mm. um, Ten Cloverfield Lane, yeah. where he's the real monster, or all this. Poltergeist shenanigans is actually I'm, I'm going all Silent Hill 2 on this now yeah. is it's actually a manifestation of her guilt because they're all bits of people that she's killed she's killed yes she's the killer no he and is, he's and a murderer he, 
uh, the, her, her evil ex. <gasps> oh, and, okay. and she, she was witness didn't to. say anything. Yeah. yeah. She never so said it's, anything. So it's her guilt that she yeah. covered it up and yeah. everything. Uh, that's, I think that's it. Um, and, but uh, then I think the monster, which is real... Oh, this actual Pokemon. Extra twist, the monster is actually a monster and is real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, there's, there's the That's third it. act, she third helped act him, twist. She helped him flush pieces of, of, of body parts down sinks. Yeah, down sinks and drains. And, I yeah. didn't stutter there, it's the third act, third act twist. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the third act of the third act twist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, when you, when you thought it was all upside down, well... Yeah. So I, I think I think um, uh, uh, Sean Willem Scott mm. um, uh, helps Anna Kendrick get rid of get revenge even well Sean Willem Scott's getting revenge on uh, Chris Hemsworth yes right but like I think at the at the very last moment she manages to basically eject them both out of her life by a sen- uh, I, I don't know maybe killing them both <laughs> I really want to go down the line of Sean Willem Scott helps her out by um sort of trapping Chris Hemsworth in a kind of scary corner. In, no, trapping Chris Hemsworth in the space beneath a bath. She gets one of those the the little metal disc things with the holes in like a a, a drain catch thing and puts that over the plug hole. Oh. Yeah. And then it just it never bothers yeah. her again. And well this is the thing, right? So um the monster, um Sean Williams Scott Drags so like he's he's breaking into the house right yeah um uh she like throws him into like there's a, there's a scuffle the various uh things of the house like the the washing machine is like opening its door to smash yeah. him in the crotch and stuff and like um the various a- like apertures that are, are in the house are starting to like grow tentacles and stuff she throws him into the bath yeah right uh, during this scuffle. Tentacles pull him into underneath the uh, underneath the bath, right? Yeah, through the plug hole. Mm. Yeah, and then she, as she as she runs, she um uh like she goes to this uh exorcist again. Uh, <laughs> she goes to the tabloids who are now har- harassing her. Yeah. Mm. and says that house is haunted. Um, no one should ever buy it again. Like no one should ever go there, and that's how Chris Hemsworth ends up trapped beneath a bath for- forever. Because yeah. no one ever, um, no one ever investigates her because the place is just haunted. <laughs> it's not. It's not, those screams coming from beneath the bath. Yeah. is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Is is the ghost screams going from beneath the bath? That's how she kills her evil ex mm. and escapes the 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 poltergeist. That's uh, yeah. The scene. It, it's a bit like the uh, the newborn in Alien Resurrection. He gets pulled through like the tiny hole, but it's yeah. just a plug hole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, deserving of of that end, I think. Uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, the monster. Yeah. Yeah. The real monster of that movie. Yeah. I think uh, uh, Willem Dafoe is just like. I always loved you, Anna. That's why I'm... That's why I'm... <laughs> what? Because I also want to throw in a kind of shape of water thing here. Where why, why would you I do that? In, a in, a, of... in, a, in a film about female empowerment escaping abuse, I don't want to put a shape of water I mean, in it. I mean, there's a bit of romantic chemistry between them. <laughs> Is there? Not going to lie. Yeah, it's... In Anna Kendrick and Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah well, okay. not Willem Dafoe. It's Sean It's the monster from the okay, garbage yeah, compactor yeah, yeah, thing. Like... I, I, like like I said, in a new hope, I was like, I hope that guy gets more work. 
in romantic comedies. Yeah, no, fair enough. I kind of wish he replaced Ryan Gosling in The Notebook. <laughs> that that romantic comedy. I definitely wish he replaced Ryan Gosling, Gosling in um... Drive. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> He still wears that jacket, but it's just—it's just this eye—it's just this eye stalk, <laughs> tentacle just draped over a wheel. That didn't they? It was monster trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it wasn't—it wasn't like. It wasn't like let's put Kavinsky to this. <laughs> he was in something trucks about you, <laughs> like you're just driving through the night. <laughs> a real human being. Just driving Carrie Mulligan and her son around at sunset. <laughs> this monster from the fucking trash compactor. <laughs> oh. Okay, so thank you for all those honourable mentions. Uh, remember, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show to give us your titles every week. We're doing horror films all through October as we usually do. So, yes, give us your film titles and we'll pitch those movies for every horrific week. As you can tell, it's going to get weird from uh, from here here on out for the next yep. month. So uh, From be... here on out? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> for the right. next month it's going to be extra weird. There's going to be excuse gonna... for the weirdness. You're going to be able to get that... Uh, get, get those really strange titles you've been keeping in your pocket for a for, yeah. a, for a rainy day a spooky rainy night all right so shall we move on to our final major pitch this week why not from max revels we've been given did the oven leave you on <laughs> <laughs> How, what do where do you go with this I don't know. <laughs> right, uh, right. Um, I want to say uh, Roger Allen is a <laughs> chef. A great place to start. Yeah, yeah. Roger Allen's a chef, okay. and he's like very much the um, uh, the. Why am I so bad with names? Um, my, maybe because my head's ringing. Gordon, um, Gordon Ramsay. He's the Gordon Ramsay of uh, he, he, yeah. Uh, so Roger Allen is a chef. He's a, he's the Gordon Ramsay of um, like this this world, right? Yeah. He's horrible. He's not a TV chef, I don't think. No. I think he's just no. a very very famous, like, like proper five star, like five star Michelin star. chef. Yeah, yeah. Well respected in his field. Absolutely, yeah. like uh, does not take. Uh, I can't. The place I want to go with this is kind of um, like I want the tone of this movie to be um, like uh, end of the nineties era. Okay. What's that movie with um, Bruce Willis in it? Uh, Die, Die Hard. Hard. No. <laughs> uh, the, the spooky movie with Bruce Willis in it is a horror movie. A part that isn't that isn't um, uh, Sixth Sense. About uh, a person who can bring people back from the dead, or like. Sort of... Oh, Jenny! No, Jenny yeah. keeps saying Just, we should watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I... Oh, anyway, yes. Um, Is a uh... Goldie Horn in it? I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh, what's it called? The, it's not a kid. That's that Disney one. The kids. Anyway. Anyway. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. I'm just. I'm, it, I'm trying to evoke this kind of Beetlejuice style. Like, okay, yeah. what if normal life 
but something ridiculous happened and yeah. then he's going to have to deal with it, right? Yeah. Um, so we've well, got... I, I think Roger Allen is this is this chef yeah. and he's so strict on everyone. Yeah, it's uh, very, very... Well, thrillers are all about, like, tension and building and if he is, like, a highly strung Gordon Ramsay-esque chef, well, mm. that's going to be easy because he's just going to be <laughs> on 11 all the time yeah, and yeah. it's going to be high pressure, Absolutely. shouting at all his staff. Uh, so he's probably going to, like, break at some point and this is where like your the, elements will come in. The hot point opens its mat uh, opens its, <laughs> its and, and oh, sorry he just hears hello <laughs> no, hey! no 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 it's gonna be it's gonna hey, it's, it's gonna be spookier than that tom <laughs> hello it's he me. says you're never gonna be good enough at this <laughs> just an old yorkshireman you're a fraud <laughs> it's mark That's... addy Mark, okay. Mark Addy's voice. Coming he's, he's like, yeah, what? Like the, just, the, he just the, he just hears that over overhears yeah. that from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It, when he's a uh, late night on his own, obviously. He's like, yeah. everyone out of the kitchen. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> I want to serve the rest of this restaurant. <laughs> Since clearly all of you are completely yeah. incompetent, yeah. I'm firing all of you, and then I I'm going to yeah. serve the rest of this restaurant for tonight myself. The yeah. thing is, right? He's such a good chef. He does. Like a really composite yeah. yeah. And then just Mark Addy's voice. Hello. You're never going to be good enough. You're never going to be good enough. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we have to be able to know what he's saying. <laughs> it's, it's got subtitles. All right. They come up on the little timer thing. <laughs> but he's not seeing this. He's just like, what was that? And, he, and he's like, who said that? You're fired as well. You're bloody right, I'm fired. <laughs> fired up. Fired up. I'm, I'm the oven. Put something in me. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like a quite old, beaten up, banged up oven? Because yeah, I imagine yeah, it'd yeah. be quite modern. It's, yeah. it's the one he's been using. Like He's, he's got it in the kitchen for... for uh, for sentimentality's sake, because it's, mm. the, the, it's the oven he learned to bake on. It was his first oven. Yeah. Mm. And um, passed down to him from his Yorkshire grandmother, yeah, who baked him a pie once, yeah, she was inspired she was, him. She was also a very famous, um, like she was one of those. What, what was the name of that woman who was like who did all the old cooking, um, and and housewifey sort of guides from the like, Delia Smith from like the 60s, though, like something. <laughs> oh, uh, Delia I can't, Smith. The, what the American one who did it is it the French chef, like the French, <sighs> I'm not sure. Anyway, like she yeah. was a big shot cookbook writer, sort of like that sort of yeah. thing, and that's kind of where he got his start. Is like she was, um, she ha- she was a big name, so suddenly he was a big name. Yeah, um, and he's kind of so living he's, in he's the like, shadow. So he's like carrying on her legacy. Yes, but he's always overshadowed by how just amazing that she was. She's the mm. the basis of a bunch of uh, most other chefs' kind of careers and stuff. Who mm. is she played by? Um, Angela Lansbury, of yeah, course. Of, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Maggie Smith. My, uh, Maggie Smith. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're never going to be... No, it's, so, it's you see, yeah. so you obviously see her in, like, flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with him as, like, a child. Yes, yeah. yeah. Played by... Like Daniel un- Radcliffe. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah. Like, with shoes on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pretending yeah, yeah. to be a child. <laughs> Shuffling around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he look like a young Mark Addy? I don't I'd, know. Yeah, probably. I don't probably. Know. I, I, I haven't seen him so. for a while. It's it's no it's, it's no one has no I know right because he's Mark Addy. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, 
as we all know, Mark Addy is invisible in real life. He, he has ninja training. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway... So where, where is Mark Addy? He's behind you, always. <laughs> it's a real third act twist of Mark Addy's life. <laughs> the, um, so the, this, this oven's like, yeah, put something in me. <laughs> Even if you do your very best, the critics out there will hate it. I like pies. <laughs> This is is two voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, two. so the oven has a split personality. Yes. <laughs> and who's the other? Vo- Mark Hamill is the other voice. Mark Hamill, yes. Doing yeah. his like creepy, like yes. Joker voice. Yeah, he's doing his he's doing his dark crystal voice, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want the food. <laughs> so. Put the food in me. I nearly, I nearly had a had a, oh, a, a the start of a plot until this this oven developed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Personality, I mean, I mean, split personality. You can sort of put it in. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, you can it. you can jam hack your your well, that, plot in. Who, there. who was the voice of the oven originally? I can't remember. Mark Addy. <laughs> well, who's the chef? The chef is Roger Allen. Roger, Roger Allen. The the, uh, the voice of Britain in V for Vendetta. And uh, right. yeah, yeah. The, the bad okay. Well, so me. sorry, Daniel Radcliffe is the young version of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, Mark Addy is the voice of the main oven. Uh, Mark <laughs> Hamill Mark can Ham- be the grill. He's the yes. grill. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, the yeah. top. And <laughs> the grill. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> That's what he says. Every every other line. <laughs> Put some in me. I'm the grill. You're never gonna go anywhere. You're a failure. (laughs) I'm the grill. I'm the grill. (laughs) And Richard Richard Ayoade plays the hob. Uh, (laughs) Yes, because this needs to be more complicated of a character. He he never speaks, but he is credited. Yeah, this is one deleted scene (laughs) where he says "Mm, soup, and that's all he says in this deleted scene. So what? Um, I think like so the oven's gonna got to leave uh, uh, him him on in 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 that way, right? It's got yeah. to sort of like have him really fight, like tease him until he goes a little bit crazy. Yeah, and like he's wanting to do like hot cuisine, and the oven is just wanting him to make pies like his nan did because his nan was better than <laughs> that yeah. sort of thing. His last couple of um, uh, his last couple of. Uh, restaurants have got bad reviews this is why he's so stressed right because mm. he's had his time in the sunlight you know and now uh he people are starting to think he's kind of passe mm. so um he's he's like he's this is the big one right that the, the guy is in um and he's like fired everyone because he's so stressed yeah and he's and he's, he's like lo- and he's losing it and going yeah, mad he's going mad and he and he shoves this uh, whatever it was it was like a salad and he, he he puts pastry around it and shoves it in the oven uh, and uh, and all, all all the while Mark Addy's going like yes yes put it in I'll I'll cook it up a storm <laughs> um, and and Mark Hamill's like I'm the grill <laughs> <laughs> Mark Mark Hamill's like. Uh, uh, Mark, Hamill, Mark Hamill's like they'll never know what hit them I'm the grill I'm the, I'm the grill <laughs> he's the Groot of this film <laughs> only 50% of the time yeah, yeah yeah we can cook better than you ever could so could we throw in again to, to apply like more pressure so he gets to more of his breaking point yeah. we have like maybe like a, a food critic comes in who he yeah. has like history with well i think i think i think he he throws that out the door right yeah. he's so worked up at this berating that, that this this oven's been giving him right yes that he he 
like launches himself through the doors, right? And just slings this pastry like pasty, this what was salad. a salad, right? In, <laughs> like out onto the table towards this towards this this food critic who st- stood there. And this thing's huge and yeah. it seems to be undulating in some weird way, right? It just seems to wobble like jelly as the as the gases escape the pastry, <laughs> right? And this steam comes out of the various different holes in it. Mm. Um, it's like it's like you know how uh, in um uh Ghibli films food is done viscerally but it looks amazing. Yes. Yeah. In this, food is done viscerally, but it's done like uh, David Lynch. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, I, I it, can is, get that. it is, yeah. it is almost terrifying. The food itself. Could we have David Lynch direct this film? Yes, we please. Can we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's the food critic. <laughs> David Lynch uh, is like, like a. a Cameo, Hitchcock esque yeah, cameo. Yeah, yeah. He's the food. <laughs> I want to. I want to see Werner Herzog, but there we are. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, I get it. it's it's either or Werner yeah. Herzog or I think David Lynch. I think Werner Herzog is stood there and and uh, like uh, the, the room goes silent. Yeah, he cuts into it and <laughs> brown sludge falls out of the thing, cuts into another uh, uh, another slice and raises it to his lips. Takes a, a very visceral, yes, close up on his mouth as he takes a bite <laughs> and chews. Yeah, in slow motion. You, you said yeah. it was by David Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just and... hear this. <laughs> okay, you're gonna stop that now. Because <laughs> we are gonna stop. People are gonna stop listening to this. This is podcast. a horror horror film podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, and the shot goes on for at least twelve minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and then he says, "This is." Incredible, <laughs> and everyone stands up and cheers, yeah. and everyone like starts clambering over each other, kind of like a Terry Gillingham film. Yeah. Uh, everyone's cr- clambering over each other to grab handfuls of this pa- giant pasty yeah. and shove them in their mouth. Gravy's going everywhere, and just like pouring down their mouths, like some sort of food orgy. Or yeah. Know. Oh God, they all start ripping their clothes off as well. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's... They're, they're kissing with it in their mouths. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> and and um, uh, like the the the, the the champagne starts flowing. Um, mm. uh, Roger Allen is uh, uh, the 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 king of this party, right? Yeah. And he get drinks and drinks and there's music and there's dancing and it's just this orgiastic festival attributed to him. And it, and he passes film, out. The film descends yeah. into that. Like he he wanders into the party and he uh, he, says he passes out and and well, wakes up. And I want to say like this yeah. thing. This it's a, it's a fairly big sequence mm, yeah. of this orgiastic it's, thing. It's it's all done entirely in one shot. Yeah, yeah. And then Very he artsy. then he wakes up um, and uh, on the floor of the kitchen. Yeah, and. Uh, He's um he's he's like rubbing his head like oh goodness me uh where am I sort of thing why have I, why did I fall asleep on the and of course there's no one in his kitchen yeah because he fired everyone he fired everyone <laughs> no none of the washing up's been done none of the like the whole place is an absolute mess covered in gravy and bits of cabbage and various different meats and stuff like that and it's starting to stink. Mm. And there's flies buzzing around. He yeah. sees Daniel Daniel Radcliffe walking by, 
but as we said before, it's Daniel Radcliffe on his knees in yeah, shoes, in shoes. so he's just shuffling by. <laughs> well, that, well, he's like, like a younger version of him in flashbacks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, is this like just his reality caving in essentially? Yeah, yeah, it's his reality caving in, but it's, it's not even like Daniel Radcliffe in like with little legs. He's actually just shuffling around, and we yeah. see it from like full profile as Daniel Radcliffe just shuffles around this kitchen, he, he, like head head bobbing over the 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 he, counters and stuff. I want to say he doesn't wake up in his uh, in the kitchen. Yeah. He wakes up in the, the walk in fridge. Uh, right? Okay. Yeah. Then he sees that the before like he uh, from outside the like a little window in it. Yeah. Right. He sees Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> running running by. That's terrifying. <laughs> on his shoes, right? Mm. Um, opens the door from inside, presses the little uh, uh, escape button. Mm. Yeah. Opens it. He's like, "Why are we?" And you can see that the, the flies have started to descend on the raw meat and all that sort of stuff. It's weird. Yeah. Um, and the kid runs around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> shuffles around. Yeah, yeah. shuffles on his yeah. shoes around the corner. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe is going. Um, it's scary. Just that is just scary. It's, yeah. it's giggling, but it's played backwards. <laughs> yeah, and by Daniel Radcliffe, a yeah. grown man, giggling um, like a like a little child. And he uh, he rounds the corner, and there's the oven, front and center, right in front of him. And they say, "It says, did you enjoy that?" Oh wait, they're doing Willem Dafoe for me. Yes, did you, you enjoy? You always do Willem Dafoe. <laughs> did you enjoy that? On the grill. <laughs> yes, it, grill, you are. We bring you glory. <laughs> On the grill. <laughs> soup. Um, <laughs> says Richard Iowati. Mm, um, soup. <laughs> soup. As a deleted scene. <laughs> this is the director's cut with Pedro. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, and then Marcardi says, um, it wasn't your work, was it? Uh, it was ass, and uh, then he he sits down. He's like, because he's head pounding. He flops down on the floor next to him. He says, "The thing I don't understand was, I I get it. Yeah, you're trying to teach me some kind of lesson that I'm no, I'll never be good enough. But the thing I don't understand is that was a salad before I put it in the oven, <laughs> and 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 wrapped it up in I wrapped it up in pastry. Why yeah. did he put the salad in the oven? Because the oven told him to. The oven told him to. That's the real horror. Yeah, he did. He did put like a pastry crust thing on yeah. top. How did? What, what was? Where was that meat from? <laughs> and then um, the oven opens and out rolls a skull with hair and earrings, just like the one Maggie Smith was wearing in flashbacks. Right. Uh. Okay. So everyone ate Maggie Smith's head. Well, that's the implication. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Not sure I like that. No? No. I'll cut it then. Uh, <laughs> 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 it rolls out and we don't see what it is. Yeah. Well, he again, goes, at this point, at this point it won't, he, he might be hallucinating and it's not real anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's... Yeah, it's we, we Maggie Smith's head rolls out. Yeah. He opens the bag, the yeah. plastic Tesco bag that it's in, <laughs> and he looks in and goes, Broccoli. <laughs> no, 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 surely it's got to be a lettuce. It's a head of lettuce. Yeah, yeah okay. He, like, a, a very suspiciously head, and he sees a face, like, poking out, almost like a shape of a nose and all that stuff, yeah. poking out through the bag, right, as it rolls out of the oven. And then he looks inside, and it is, it's a head of lettuce. Yeah, yeah. And but like, in the shape of Maggie's. But no, no. 
it looks just like a head. When he looks at it, inspects it, mm. but in when it was in profile in the bag, it yes. looks like yeah, a yeah. face. It's got yeah. glasses on. It's like his mind playing tricks on him. It's got glasses on. Yeah. I'll meet you halfway. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, sure. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> and then. Had a lettuce with glasses around it. Sorry, that's ridiculous. <laughs> That's far too silly for me. <laughs> that really takes the biscuits. That really does it. I I I <laughs> I, I pitched I pitched the the hour long food orgy, but <laughs> but the moment I see glasses put on a head of lettuce, that's really where I draw the line with this film. <laughs> so I think luckily it's at the end, so it's. I think, I, I, think, I think we need a sympathetic character, like maybe one of his ex-staff, who's like a lady who comes back to try, to and, try and reason and with it, clean him. up the like who, mess. Who, who could she be? Um, let's say that is, um, uh, what's her name? Mackenzie Davis. Okay, I was going to from Halton Catch Fire. Sure, I don't know and, who that is. Uh, and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she was like she sous chef or something. Yeah. yeah, she was getting. She got fired because she made a mess. Yeah. And she's come to just clear that up. She's like, I know I'm not getting paid. I just want yeah. to, I just want to clear up the mess. And she just sees the state to. of the kitchen <laughs> and, and the remnants of the food orgy. Yeah. And... yeah. Um and she but she says, like, what did you do last night? Because he's sat there like crying on the floor. Yeah. Right? Cause <laughs> just he's, going, he's... <laughs> Cause he's cause he's like crying on the floor because he's uh, he's been talking to a oven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, more, be, more being like hounded by a, yeah, and, and tortured by an oven, and vivid flashbacks of his grandmother, yeah, Maggie Smith, and he's just crying, and um, the uh, the door goes, and suddenly the oven's shut, and it's you know nothing, yeah. not moving at all, and then that's when Mackenzie Davis comes in and says like, "What did you do last night? You've got the best five, like the, the best review in every publication that covers food, like everyone says this was the best thing, and it was all posted." As soon as they ate it last night, like it was being written at the, the, the like yeah. it was being written while they were eating it. So, someone was like live tweeting what yeah. was happening, and it was said it was the the greatest thing that's happened to food ever. Yeah, um, and uh, he's like, really? They 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 people are saying that. Is that could, could that be? Well, I mean, don't just stand there. You're rehired. Clean up <laughs> this place, and we'll do it again. Yeah. Um, and uh, they start they start clearing up, and he starts you know doing the prep for today's uh, for, for tonight's thing. Yeah, and then there's because because now a queue is formed because they've seen the review. <laughs> there's a queue outside of the front of the, yeah. front of the restaurant. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a uh, like there are queue people queuing outside, yeah. and then there's a knock at the back door. Yeah, yeah, and it's the police. <sighs> okay, I'm disappointed at that. Why? I thought it was gonna be um, Angela Lansbury. Um, no, Maggie Smith. With he a, thought it was going to be Maggie Smith. With a head of lettuce. With a head of lettuce? Yeah. Um, uh, well, who are the police then? The police, played by um, uh, Nick Frost and uh, uh, Simon uh, Pegg. Uh, uh, I was going to say Olivia Coleman. But... Yeah, why not? Yeah, Nick yeah. Frost and not Olivia Coleman sounds good. Yeah, reprising um, their roles from Hot Fuzz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, um, excuse me, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, just here to ask you a couple of questions. Can we come in? And he's like, oh, it's a working kitchen. You can't just barge into a working kitchen. Yeah. Uh, he's like, only a uh, couple of the people who uh, were reported. Uh, we've had a couple of uh, reported uh, disappearances. And uh, you, uh, your, your uh, establishment was the last place that most of them were seen. 
Could you? Would you care to? Uh, do you know why that might have been? Oh no! Are they in the oven? <laughs> I don't know. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> They're in the oven. Are they? Yeah. Oh, there you are. <laughs> While they're questioning, they just see like a lot of goo soup out of the, <laughs> the oven. Yeah. See, he's become again. He's he's just. It very like Lovecraftian esque. His, his like culinary arts has reached such peak that that <laughs> knowledge is like forbidden, yeah. <laughs> and yes. and it's just like the dark culinary arts. Yeah, and and the key ingredient is obviously people. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it just descended into utter madness. Like yeah, and and everyone is just everyone who ate it eventually just dies from because it's forbidden. Yeah. It's the forbidden food. Yeah, well, and then then the camera pulls out through the sort of double doors as they're sort of. Padded open and stuff and then and it comes out and then s- moves out even further and further yeah, and further yeah. down like the sort of back alley of this of this prime London restaurant in this back alley and then by a bin Maggie Smith is stood there in like an old 1800s clothes yeah just laughing to herself <laughs> yeah but we don't hear the laughing it's silent yeah yeah because that's <laughs> even like, more and it goes on for like at least eight minutes yeah like while the credits roll like she's oh, we reached the end already <laughs> she, yeah yeah she's tiny <laughs> on this screen like while it's going off yeah and then we see daniel radcliffe shuffling across like not not shuffling across the alleyway shuffling across the bottom of the screen <laughs> like like we, we, we shuffling <laughs> shuffling we we film him on green screen and then just put him on <laughs> you know like uh, you like mystery like, science theater like the 3000 yeah, he's just yeah, there yeah. at the bottom the snow white <laughs> where all the where all the dwarves are walking across the like kind of yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say like uh, so, you know like the disney sing-alongs where the thing yeah, bounces yeah. across the words yeah like, i ah. think i think the credits of snow white do that where where like all the dwarves are walking across the bottom probably of the frame. i haven't seen snow white for um, a while, but there, but, there yeah. we go there is uh, did the oven leave you on did it did it i don't know <laughs> did I, it let's let's did ask it, our I, listeners I, I'm, 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 if i'm honest tom the oven's left me shaken <laughs> yeah. a little bit and and the extended director's cut is that eventually maggie smith actually like because he becomes so overwhelmed with forbidden cookery knowledge, yeah. he goes mad, and then uh, the hallucination of Maggie Smith basically just gasses him in the oven. Yeah. As uh, he Mark, to, he as Mark Ad- into the oven. Yeah, as Mark Addy <laughs> and Mark Hamill just laugh as, yeah. as he eventually gets gassed. He, I think, I think, yeah, he climbs into the oven in the, in the final uh, yeah. final scene. Like, oh, oh, yes. Um, so as the police are there, this is the final scene, right? Yeah. yeah. As the police are there asking about his disappearances, he realizes that they weren't the, the, the other people weren't in the oven. Hmm. They they died because of his food, right? Because he didn't he didn't like care about them. He cared about his food, yeah. right? Um, and uh, he didn't care what it tasted. He cared what it tasted like, not whether it would kill them or not. Hmm. Yeah. And as like these police are asking questions of not him but of his sous chef, yeah, he climbs into his own oven. Yeah, and then that's that's where we end the film. That's that's yeah. where we cut out. And and, and then the Maggie Smith like turns the <laughs> oven on, but of course she's not actually yeah. there. Yeah. And then then both weirdly both Marks, who are the voice of the oven <laughs> and the grill respectively, just yeah. laugh. And then you get that last shot of her just laughing, and there's no actual sound, and, and then, it goes on for like eight minutes. You just hear mm, soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Richard Ayoade saying and, soup. There we go. Finn. <laughs> Finish. Thanks. thanks for that title. Oh, thanks for that title, Max Rebels. Yes. Hope you enjoyed this 
incredible look into the horror genre. <laughs> Mind-bending journey. <laughs> it's going to take a lot to to rinse that from the I'm brain. not yeah. going to sleep tonight. I'm, nope. I, 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 I need a hug and maybe, <laughs> and maybe a stiff drink before bed, I think, now. <laughs> right. So... This is the end of the episode. It is the end of the episode. <laughs> what do we do at the end of the episode? Well, um, oh. uh, we uh, say it's the end of the episode, Tom, which means uh, that uh, we need to thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you have enjoyed the show, then please uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, tell them, uh, tell your friends, especially if they like horror movies, that this month is the is the way is the place to be uh, on on Live's pitch. And uh, you, uh, we would love you to tell your friends, put it onto social media, share it, like it, whatever you 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 normally do. Follow us at Life's a Pitch Show and uh, go to Facebook at li- uh, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast if you want to uh, keep up with what we're doing. Um, but if you like the show quite a lot and uh, you'd like to help it keep happening, then you can go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast um, where you can give us a little bit of money each month to keep the podcast going. Now, uh, the the thing is with uh, with Patreon is that we can't really uh, keep the lights on without it. Or you know, we'd have to we'd have a lot less time to do the podcast if we if we didn't. So um, we'd it, be it, doing the podcast in the spooky dark. Yes, we which, would. Which might actually work for Halloween. Oh, maybe, right. yeah. Maybe but everyone should just know. It's, it's not ideal. Don't <laughs> encourage them. <laughs> they will leave us. Um, but uh, no, uh, like it's good for us because we keep get to do the podcast loads. We get to uh, keep doing taking major risks and like you know being a podcast that doesn't have sponsors and isn't part of a huge network um, and just makes things that we think the twisted people who watch uh, listen to our podcast uh, like. Taking a lot of risks this week. Yes, a lot uh, of risks. <laughs> I, said at the start, I said at the start of the show we were going to be having to make some decisions. Um, and, and, I, and I meant it. We've made them and stuck by them this but week. Also, you get bonus pitches every single week. You get uh, to vote on the genre. Uh, this week it's been, or this month it's going to be entirely cryptic. Uh, mm. People don't necessarily know what they're voting for unless they can figure out our strange spooky <laughs> code. Um, and uh, also, um, you get to like you get uh, movie commentary. And we're doing a bunch of stuff this month, mm. uh, which is to say, doing uh, uh, watching spooky movies, uh, doing commentaries for them, and we're going to be releasing one of those just for free on social media, and then um, we're going to be giving the rest of them to the patrons. So mm. uh, hopefully uh, you'll join us for that if you mm. come over to patreon.com. Uh, but is is the part of the show where I need to thank the patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's find out what's going on on this ongoing uh, kind of strange journey. Um, this is how I know it's okay to do the really spooky stuff, Tom, because yeah. um, because <laughs> this sort of thing's going on. Yeah. Uh, we've got Mahir Trevetti, my waste of talent. Pete's only gone and tamed himself a bloody serial dragon. Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, and the Curse of the Were Dragon. Stephen D. Thomas, fingers to hand. If I can prorogue Parliament, then I can prorogue the Bisque Crisis. <laughs> a band of vigilantes has taken Edinburgh and named it New Scramble. I don't care about Scotland, Brenda. Our mortgage rates are ruined. Brent Black. Janet, I'm leaving the North Calls. Mavis, does this brunch feel a bit spooky to you? Joseph Hegarty. I cannot believe how quickly that lunch army got annihilated. Quickly, Sandra, we have to rebuild the statue before they arrive. Alex NSFW, surrender or Carl will never return, Prime Minister. Glenn, you're a traitor to Aberdeen and the good name of Derry Lee. Aberdeen has broken off and is travelling south, Prime Minister. And finally, the world media is just recording on the media ban now. You're golden.
So thank you to all those people on Patreon. I swear to God, our Patreon list is brought to you by J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> every, every month it's like... A mystery bonk more, more yeah. fucking questions. More questions, no answers. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last person we got... To... Brenda died <laughs> Brenda a few months back, ago. Yeah. Now she's back. She's back. Um... There was a fucking funeral. <laughs> Uh, the last person we've got to thank is you, Pip. Oh, thank you. Thank for you for on. putting through yourself through this. It has been my absolute, absolute pleasure. <laughs> I think <laughs> you'll reflect on this a week later. Just like, where was I? <laughs> I, knew, um, I knew I was there, but what did we actually talk? About? <laughs> uh, where can people find you if they want to? Uh, you can find me in a bunch of places, but the most ideal place uh, is on Twitter. Everything flows through Twitter, uh, like the sewage pipe that it is. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. which is uh, at Housebroken Geek. Uh, I post there. When I feel like it. So, uh, yeah, you can probably find everything on there. I've got some stuff in the pipeline. It's You'll probably hear about it there. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's uh, it's it's good to have someone who knows things about horror movies. Yes, yeah. it, re- it really came into play today, didn't it? Like, oh, that was... That Might was... have done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I only got a 2-1 on, on the dissertation, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wonder what you'd have got if uh, this had been your dissertation. <laughs> Probably sectioned. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on anyway. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We usually end the show with a... With a uh, well, yes the Yes, Very Clever Award. Yeah. The, the, the Yes, Very Spooky Award. Ah, this is the award we give for someone who's given us a title based around an existing title, but just made it extra spooky Yeah. for this month. Uh, so from Stephen Thomas, we've got Guilty Feet. <laughs> they ain't got no rhythm No, they haven't got no rhythm Especially because they're fucking penguins <laughs> I've been Tom McGrath I've been Matt Turner I've been Pitt Mason And still am, probably Remember who pitched it Ooh. Ooh.